Happy Halloween, one and all. I hope you're all having a lovely Sunday. Uh, and if you celebrate Halloween, I hope you're having a fabulous Halloween. And if you're not celebrating Halloween, then I hope you're not having a fabulous Halloween. I am indifferent on the holiday. It's not my favorite holiday. I'm more of a Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter girly. But that's just me, and I'm speaking for myself. Um, but before I get into all that, I just want to say good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. Now, you're probably wondering why I'm, you know, putting this out on a Sunday versus a Monday. I have a very jam-packed, busy day tomorrow, so... And there was so much I wanted to talk about. So much news that came out on Saturday. I was like, oh, I want to do it Saturday, but then Saturday got away from me, so I was like, you know, I'm going to do it Sunday morning, which is what I'm doing right now. Um, putting out this this special episode, weekend update, if you will, um, with everything going on, because I'm not going to have time to record anything Monday, and of course, if anything, you know, if, if, if the hammer drops on Monday, or whatever that expression is, then I will, of course, you know, maybe do an afternoon, evening episode, but I'll probably just wait until Tuesday... Because I'm not going to be able to, um, you know, hop on the mic, as they say, and uh, chit and chat with you guys. But I hope you all had a fabulous weekend. I had a really jam-packed weekend. It's really eerie and, like, overcast and not so glamorous and beautiful out in L.A. this weekend. But it is chilly, which I really like. And, you know, it's it's my vibe, more my vibe when it's cooler versus, like, scalding hot and 100 degrees. Um, but, yeah. But anyway, so Alec Baldwin's spoken out. We have an update with regards to Yolanda and Gigi and Zayn. We have an update with Yo- with uh, Lala and Randall. Um, and there's just a whole lot of uh, pop culture news in the, in the in the mainstream news these days. Hard hitting journalism, um, as I put it. So let's let's just start chatting about everything that's going on. So the first the first big major update, which came out. Saturday afternoon and or evening. Ah, uh, Saturday, because it was Saturday on the East Coast, so maybe Saturday early afternoon for me. Um, Alec Baldwin speaks out about um, Helena Hutchins and guns on set. So I'm going to first read to you from CNN, and then I'm going to read to you from TMZ. Oh, by the way, also we have a Dorit update as well. So she's spoken out to. So this is like literally, literally a weekend update. Um, okay, Alec Baldwin told the paparazzi he is not allowed to talk about the details of the shooting that occurred on the set of his latest film, Rust. But he had some things to say about the woman who died, cinematographer Helena Hutchins. In a video posted on TMZ's website Saturday, which is um, actually how I first read the news because I checked TMZ like maybe every half hour, um, Baldwin and his wife, Hilaria Baldwin, appeared on camera from Manchester, Vermont, where he and his family have been laying low since the fatal incident. Quote, I'm not allowed to make any comments because it's an ongoing investigation, Baldwin told those gathered. I've been ordered by the Sheriff's Department in Santa Fe. I can't say any question. I can't answer any questions about the investigation. I can't. Hutchins died after Baldwin discharged a prop gun on a set of his film. She was 42. The movie's director, Joel Souza, 48, was wounded in the shoulder. Quote, she was my friend, Baldwin told the paparazzi about Hutchins. The day I arrived in Santa Fe to start shooting, I took her to dinner with Joel and the director. Baldwin's wife attempted to interrupt him and he said, excuse me, to wave her off. As he said, quote, we were a very, very well-oiled crew shooting a film together. And then this horrible event happened. Authorities are investigating the shooting. I wonder if they got into a fight after he, like, hushed her. But Alec Baldwin's probably really distraught. So obviously he needs to take any, every opportunity to speak to the press when he has a chance. Because, you know, he's not, as we've learned, he's not a big, um, he's not a big fan of the paparazzi and you know he's had some words in the past but you know obviously his wife is his wife so they have a different relationship on wednesday sheriff adam mendoza said in a joint news conference between the santa fe county sheriff's office and the district attorney's office that baldwin fired a quote suspected excuse me suspected live round the facts are clear a weapon was handed to mr baldwin mendoza said the weapon is functional and fired a live round killing miss hutchins and injuring mr souza Baldwin reiterated in the more than four minute long video posted Saturday that he has been told multiple times that he is not allowed to talk about the ongoing investigation. He invited other questions and Baldwin's wife got upset 
When one of those asking could not remember Hutchins' name, her name is Helena, Hilaria said. If you are spending this much time waiting for us, you should know her name. Baldwin said he met with Hutchins' husband and her young son after the incident, but said he, quote, wouldn't know how to categorize how the meeting went. The guy's overwhelmed with grief, Baldwin said. There are, incident there are incidental accidents on film sets from time to time, but nothing like this. This one, this is a one in a trillion episode. The actor, who's also producing Russ, said he is in, quote, constant contact with Hutchins' husband and son, who are, quote, in shock, of course. Um, quote, we are eagerly awaiting the sheriff's department telling us what their investigation has yielded, Baldwin said. He said he couldn't answer whether or not he would ever work on another film set that involved firearms like those used on the set of Rust. Quote, I do know that an ongoing effort to limit the use of firearms on film sets is something I'm extremely interested in, Baldwin said, continuing quote. But remember, something that I think is important and that is how many bullets have been fired in films and TV shows in the last 75 years. This is America. How many bullets have gone off? Nearly all of them without incident. In the case of something going wrong and in the wake of, quote, this horrible catastrophic thing, some new measures have to take place, he said, including the possibility of using rubber guns or plastic guns. Quote, that's not for me to decide, Baldwin stated, continuing, quote, it's urgent that you understand that I'm not an expert in this field, so whatever other people decide is the best way to go in terms of protecting people's safety on film sets. I'm all in favor of and will cooperate with that in any way that I can. The Baldwins, who have six children together, declined to say why they are staying in Vermont and asked to no longer be followed as they said their children were in the car crying because they were being pursued. Which I believe, because I believe no celebrity wants... I don't... Uh, I believe no celebrity wants their child... Their invasion of paparazzi, and as I mentioned before, Alec Baldwin has kind of a tumultuous relationship with the paparazzi. He's gotten into fights with them. He just doesn't like it. Um, but I feel as though this was really important that he addressed them because he really hasn't made a public... He has made a public statement, but it was via words, I believe. Uh, writing, not maybe a PR person, versus actually like verbally, physically and verbally saying something. Um, and I think everything he said was pretty much to the point. He didn't really answer any specific questions because he can't. Um, and he said what he said. Uh, I, I am indifferent about the statement. I think he's clearly emotional. I mean, how could you, how could you not be? And so I'm sure many people are going to take umbrage with the fact that when his wife tried to interject conversation in the conversation, he hushed her. But it wasn't just like, you know, uh, hushing a woman. It was his wife and they have probably a different relationship. And I'm sure they had words after, but like, I don't even know. Um... But he really does, he, you can tell just by looking at the poor guy, he really looks distraught and he looks as though, like he said, it is a one in a, one in a trillion case, it, one in a trillion um, ratio or whatever, you know what I'm trying to say, that this would happen on a film set when there are blank rounds or no rounds at all. Like, how did live rounds get into the ammo? And I think that's what the ongoing investigation is, which is why, obviously, Alec Baldwin can't speak on it. Um with the full, you know, reverence in which he, he wants to, you know, uh, condone or, or provide every single detail to the press and the media and whatnot, but we just got to wait, TBD. Um, okay, so now I have four more stories, and they're all pretty good. Uh, the next being a pretty big update with regards to the hor horrible, horrifying, uh, very, very scary story with Real Houses of Beverly Hills star Dory Kemsley. Um, she speaks on Home Invasion, 24-hour security now, and she might move. This is from TMZ. Dory Kemsley says she and her family have stepped up security at their home since the scary home invasion that nearly cost her life, but that may be in their new rear view, that, that may be in their rear view mirror soon, meaning she might sell the house. Uh, TMZ got the real house as Beverly Hills star Friday night with her husband Paul and some friends, and she actually opened up about the, a bit about the ordeal. Um, it sounds like her and her family are taking immediate measures to make sure this never happens again. Dorit says they have since gotten 24, a 24 hour security detail at their house. I wonder if that's on their dime or Bravo's. It should be on Bravo's considering she's literally, uh, bleeding out for the show. And this is obviously going to give Bravo, uh, like a story, but like, 
they should cover it, I think, given the fact that I just think they should. Um, at their house, and they, it appears to be new because she tells TMZ that she was alone when this break-in occurred. She also tells TMZ that their children, who were also in the house at the time, were her top priority, and the only thing on her mind, asks her whether they'll move or not, she doesn't reveal her cards here, but later on, her husband did. PK says they indeed are considering getting the hell out of Dodge, but wouldn't disclose where exactly they might be looking to move next. Probably safer that way. Frankly, he also says there are no leads on the cop side as for who might uphold this heist off. Um, there's also this. We asked TMZ asked Dorita if she felt posting online may have possibly contributed to her being targeted, and she said possibly. That's good. She's self-aware. Um, it seems like she'll be taking that in consideration going forward. And she actually she also made a statement here on Instagram. She posted um on saturday as you all know by now i have been through a terrifying ordeal one that no parent or person should ever have to experience i've received so many messages of love and support and i thank you all from the bottom of my heart it's truly overwhelming my kids are unaware of what happened they slept through it and i thank god for keeping my kids and myself from being physically harmed wow they were sleeping she's really really lucky i'm, I'm glad they were sleeping through it my family now needs to start the healing process i have thrown myself back into work as I want our family to return to normality as soon as possible. With the love and support of my husband, my incredible family, friends, fans, and followers, I'm confident this is the right thing to do. Whilst I independently work through the trauma, I'm so grateful to the LAPD for their care and attention. Thank you again for all of your support. Much love, Dory. I have many thoughts about that statement, but let me finish this article. Um, on Saturday, she expressed, thanks everyone. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So many, many things. First of all, I'm, I'm really happy to read that her children slept through it and weren't, you know, put through the trauma of that. Cause that, I can't even imagine how difficult that must be. I gotta say that's, Ooh, excuse me. Um, Dorit's a, a racehorse. Like she's really strong in order to say she's going to immerse herself right back into work after going through a trauma. Like if that was me, if I had gone through that, I would literally quit. I mean, remember when ha this happened to Kim, she flew right back to New York. I think she took time off. She redid a lot of restructured a lot of her life in terms of security and whatnot. I mean, different people handle different scenarios differently, obviously. But that's that's pretty... I mean, that, that's very strong of Dorit. Um, I mean, maybe... that. I mean, it's also living proof. Maybe she's not... I mean, everybody says, you know, she loves her labels. She loves wearing her Vuitton and everything. But maybe that that's not really what matters to her. It's her kids' safety and the fact that her kids were okay and slept through this is what is paramount. And I'm really glad to actually read that. It does beg beg the question, though. Like, how was she able to just recover from this and immerse herself back into work? I mean, she was going to a fancy dinner the day after she got... Not day after. I think it happened Wednesday into Thursday, uh, or, or is it, was it Thursday into Friday? I can't remember the exacting of when I read this, but, um, yeah, that's, I mean, gee, damn, girl, like, good for her. I, um, oh, also what I think is I think her family should move to a gated community, obviously. I mean, at this point, you have, I mean, I don't know, but it, it doesn't seem like where she was living was clearly that secure because these people were to get right in also i do wonder if it was an inside job because it makes you think and i think about this with all the housewife housewife franchises especially specifically the wise with like 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 heather dubrow like okay bravo comes in and these crew people they're working with you they know every little nook and cranny of everybody's house when they film with the house i do wonder if they ever worry about like inside jobs or like crew telling their friends maybe it won't be directly it couldn't be maybe it wouldn't be directly a crew member but it could be an associate of a crew member who has you know something on the side going on i'm just talking you know different scenarios and very scenarios and variables and like what if you know basically i do wonder that so makes you think though but i'm sure the lapd is doing a really good job i'm gonna you know find these crooks who took miss kempsey's like iconic fashion belongings and give them back to her but i'm really glad she's okay that's most most important of course um so yeah i just thought it was really interesting and i wanted to read that to you because it's a very important update now another update is 
this is from Cosmo Magazine. Zayn's sister, Zayn Malik. Everything, you, you know what's going down with Zayn, Yolanda, and Gigi. Zayn's sister. Uh, forgive me for butchering the pronunciation of this name. Waliaha Malik shared a cryptic post about karma following his drama with Yolanda Hadid. Welp, members of the Malik family are officially weighing in, albeit pretty cryptically and only via Instagram story, about Zayn's reported altercation with Gigi's mother, Yolanda. Um, Zayn's sister, by the way, um, I'm gonna interrupt myself. I've seen a lot of, like, fodder about this on TikTok. People, you know, discussing pop culture and whatnot. And obviously many people are discussing this story. And for the most part, many people are not on the side of Yolanda. They are, they are posting, you know, when she was, said the thing about Gigi about eating almonds, when Gigi was about to faint there, you know, but all sort of the shady things Yolanda did. So a lot of people I think are, this is what other people are doing. This I'm literally just reporting. I'm a reporter. I'm a vessel to report. But that's sort of the tone on, on social media. <laughs> Anyways, Zayn's sister, Waliala Malik, took to Instagram this weekend to share several story posts in support of her brother, quote, family. We may not have it all together, but together we have it all. Wally Hia wrote in the first of several Instagram story updates that seemed aimed at the news of Zayn's ongoing drama with his in-laws. Quote, all we need at Zayn, you are so loved by us all. Next, she took things in a much more cryptic direction, sharing What About Karma, which she attributed to young adult author Jessica Brody. Karma comes after everyone eventually. You can't get away with screwing people over your whole life. I don't care who you are. What goes around comes around. That's how it works. Sooner or later, the universe will serve you the revenge that you deserve, Jessica Brody. Um, later, she followed up with a post that included a quote that people reports come straight out of her brother's 2016 memoir, Zane, and was decorated with several red heart emojis, uh, just in case, you know, it didn't, where her loyalty lies. Quote, I was brought up to respect women, both my parents instilled that in me, and I, and in my experience, women have been the most intelligent, peaceful, and positive influences of my life. Her posts come amid reports that Zayn has been charged with four counts of harassment against Gigi and Yolanda, and that the singer pled no contest to charges related to the alleged explosive argument with Yolanda that went down to his and Gigi's home in Pennsylvania, although Zayn has directly denied ever, quote, striking Yolanda. Quote, I adamantly deny striking Yolanda Hadid, and for the sake of my daughter, and I decline to give any further details, and I hope that Yolanda will reconsider her false allegations and move towards healing these family issues in private. Um, well, first and foremost, I want to say it's great that he has an ally and his sister. I'm glad that they're, I'm glad that they're really close to read that. Um... Yeah, I, I I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about this, many of which I'm not going to share because, you know, I just, some things I'm, I'm not going to share. Um, but like I said, the tone of what's going on on like social media seems to be very much one way, um, which is really shocking because Gigi Hadid is like America's darling, you know? She's iconic. She's stunning. She's fabulous. She's beautiful. She's love. She's a doll. She's like, I've always said this, she's the real life Serena Vander Woodson. Although I don't think Serena was a supermodel, but Serena, you Serena model. Remember with Poppy Lifton, season two? If you know, you know. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I just that was a really interesting development, but it it makes me think if if Zayn was charged with four counts and has to probation for a year, the judge wouldn't do that unless something actually happened. So begs the question: what happened? Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the latest update on that. And we have another update here. So many updates. I literally told you in the beginning of this episode. This is the weekend update. This is a Lala Kenton Randall Emmett update from of course Fan of Pump Rules. This is from TMZ. Splitsville, three-year engagement off. Lala Kent and Randall Emmett are officially O-V-E-R, over. And this time, it looks like the break is going to stick because the engagement has been called off on both sides. Sources familiar with the situation tell TMZ the Vanderpump Rules stars are going their separate ways. After This after much speculation that they'd been in choppy waters of late. We're told Lala, we are as in TMZ, is told Lala, <coughs> excuse me, Ooh, sorry. Um, TMZ is told Lala has completely moved out of their home and there is no hope of reconciliation. 
Sources tell TMZ Randall focuses now on caring for their daughter, Ocean, who was born earlier this year, as well as his other two children. TMZ broke the story. Randall and Lala were working on saving their engagement after rumors and accusations of cheating on Randall's part. It's clear these, those efforts went unrealized, which Lala herself seemed to signal when we recently, we as in TMZ again, got out her, got, 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 saw her in public. She wasn't wearing her engagement ring at the time and she wasn't at all chatty. Um, if they were to indeed, if they were indeed working it out, um, she sure didn't look like someone who was on the matter. Yeah, I mean, all good things must come to an end. And this is one of those things that sadly, uh, you know, came to an end and, you know, who knows what the future holds, but, um, I totally understand it. You know, if you're, if your man's who you just had a baby with is, allegedly fooling around with um, others, then yeah, kick them to the curb, girl. You're a queen. You're independent. You, you're successful. Like, you do you, and you live your best life. I love Lala, and I, I, um, I, I'm just so sorry she's going through all this, but onward and upward, because she's a queen. And then the final story of the day, it's really an update and I think, but it was a story that I was very um, interested in reading. And this is, this is something that I was, like, actually genuinely shocked to read, but it, it, it makes me wonder... TMZ reports Kim Kardashian hits Knott's Berry Farm, which is in L.A. It's a Halloween thing, if you know, you know. With Pete Davidson and friends. So obviously Pete and Kim did that Aladdin and Jasmine sketch on SNL. And, you know, they pecked. But I'm just hoping that they're just friends and nothing else. Because let me tell you, after his reputation, I do not think Kim needs that. Kim Kardashian had a night out of fun with a big group of pals, including Pete Davidson, who was along for the ride. Literally. KK hit Knott's Berry Farm Friday night with Pete, Courtney, Travis, Tracy, and her husband, Stephanie Shepard, and Harry Hudson, and a couple of their friends of PDs, Pete Davidson's, who were going through mazes and getting on rides, too. Celebs, they're just like us! I myself have never been to Knott's Berry Farm because, well, I don't interact with, like, monsters and zombies because I, I hate Halloween, but, you know, if you enjoy that kind of thing, then it's your vibe. Um, TMZ obtained footage of Pete and Kim getting off on roller coaster together, uh, where they shared a cart. Sitting side by side, as you can see, Kim was trying to be all incognito, but eyewitnesses recognized her nonetheless. Of course, she's an icon. Oh, I see Steph Shepard is there. There's no PDA or anything here. That's for a reason. Sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ Kim and Pete are not dating. They're simply friends that have been for a while, well before SNL appearance. Everyone, we're told, was invited by Courtney and Travis. Although people on the ground who saw them enter and exit the right house, Kim and Pete appear to be somewhat isolated from the group, almost as if they were a couple. TMZ sources say there's no truth to that assumption. They're not romantically involved at all. As you know, Kim is indeed single, and Pete appears to be single himself because he broke up with a girl from Bridgerton, remember? Queen of Bridgerton. This man. <sighs> uh, but that, in the end of itself, doesn't mean much at all. They clearly run in the same circles, especially with the Machine Gun Kelly Travis connection stronger than ever these days. It's not so crazy to hang out. Well, yeah, you know, all of these celebs know each other, which is simply divine and fabulous. But um, it's really cool to see Kim out and about at uh, Knoxbury Farm because it's like a huge thing in L.A. during the Halloween. And, you know, of course, Courtney and Travis are going strong. They're recently engaged. But, you know, it would make total sense if, in fact, Kim and Pete were actually friends just going on having a good time. But it does bother... There's so many... So many begs the question scenarios uh, this weekend. It does make you wonder, why were they isolated from the group? Why were they sitting next to each other? Why wasn't Kim sitting next to Courtney? Why wasn't Kim sitting next to Steph, Shep, her former assistant, now best girlfriend? I don't know. I don't know. But I, I am going to be following this story very closely because this would be iconic and very, very interesting. By the way, did you see those paparazzi photos of Kanye West wearing those fabulous two $500 Apple um, AirPods with that interesting new haircut? Very, very interesting. Makes you wonder what the hell is going on with these two. But anyways, I literally was like screaming when all these pop culture stories were coming out that I like had to get on my, you know, thing and do this now because I'm going to be able to do it Monday and I was like, I'm just going to do it Sunday because I have to get the weekend update out.
Maybe I'll do a weekend update every single weekend. Who knows? If this works out and if you like it, then I'll do it. So, yeah, that's that on that. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Andrew Dimitri, the mistress of pop culture. Um, happy Sunday and or Monday. I'll be back with you guys on Tuesday. You can see my podcast. You know where you can stream it. Have a fabulous, happy, happy, happy Halloween. Stay safe. Enjoy your candy. And live your best life, girl. Bye!